1: Hello there, good afternoon. Welcome. It's the Lori and Julia show for your humpney on my talk 1271, everything entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us. More tickets will be up for grabs today to join us for the Bachelorette Premier Party next Monday evening at the chart house in Lakeville. Listen to the sounder. We're gonna play some rock and roll Jeopardy. And we've got another great book whose author we will be speaking to in a few minutes.
3: Yeah, yeah, at 3.30. Okay, so I want to give a happy anniversary. I should have called for the song, Donnie. Happy anniversary, baby. Got you on my mind. Yeah, see, we just did it. Okay, thank you. So <laughs> I'm wishing a happy anniversary to Dave Ryan over at KDWB. He's been on the air for 25 years. Wow. And you know there were only three radio people who were really super nice to us when we were making yep. uh, Body Perk Nipple fame before the internet, yep. people, in 2000. Mm-hmm. And Dave Ryan had uh, me on his show a couple of times, mm-hmm. Dark Star, and, of course, Dan Barrero. Mm-hmm. And those three guys, I really thought I would be on some other shows. Yeah. You know, but anyway, uh, Dave was just really nice. He was one of the nicer, He's funnier been... morning show people. Because yeah. I did about, like, if in one year I did about 800 morning Interviews and she was working full time. I was, but I would do them <laughs> yeah. in the morning, I so I'd would. be up in my bedroom, pacing around with curlers in my
2: hair, Laurie, talking nipple facts. Lori, you, I was so in awe because I would sit and listen to you tell the exact same story over and over and
3: over. I was made for this job, and Julia. Over yeah, the really. same story, and I'm like, oh. oh, but I knew a million nipple facts. And if someone insulted me or said something, but Dave was really super nice, and he was genu- genuinely enchanted and taken with our story
2: didn't barbara and the boys have you on Yeah, barbara show?
3: carlson they, was the very first radio yeah. interview at from Sturgis. Sturgis. but dave ryan was very uh yeah, i like dave very he's always sweet. nice to me and 25 years yeah. is an incredible accomplishment in um you in know, radio in radio yeah. yeah so i just want to say happy anniversary so we only have 10 to go Julia, that would be nine. Nine.
1: nine. nine. Are we nine. in our sixteenth year? Yeah, sixteen, 16 of the, for years the in 10th June of June.
2: Oh, mm-hmm.
3: God. Yeah. So uh, anyway, I want to say that and then also I just want to give a shout out to the greatest liquor store in the world where everybody knows Thomas my name, liquor. Thomas oh, liquor. God. liquor Sakes. You always do. I, I went in there today and I asked for watermelon, Rita. I said, where is the watermelon Rita? Mm-hmm. Why don't we have watermelon
2: what, Rita? What,
1: what is that?
3: It's a Budweiser product.
1: Yeah. It's make,
2: like it's like the margarita. It's a beer margarita. It's so a beer it's water. Margarita. It's a watermelon oh. margarita
3: beer. It comes Lime Rita, oh, orange okay. I mean, we have several liquor Ritas. stores where we feel like people know our name. Mm-hmm. I mean, Haskell's is mm-hmm. also one where I know the one cute old They guy. know my name. They know my name too at the one. And you know. But I would say Haskell's Thomas mm-hmm. and can I tell you uh, what's our other one in Northeast? Sertex, Sertex, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to
2: tell you mm-hmm. that. Um, okay, you know, so order that people right.
3: the watermelon Rita. You love it. It's it's really it's a refreshing. It's good on the boat. It's good at a cabin because it tastes good on ice and yeah. it doesn't feel as filling or boring sometimes as beer gets. That's,
2: yeah, do you want to know what I try? And I though? can't
3: day vodka drink. It's just too much unless I'm out of town then it doesn't
2: then it doesn't matter i was thinking when did that start because <laughs> yeah, i've been around you for quite yeah, a while um, just trying to tell out the story i tried to the um you know i haven't drank beer for years
3: oh, for I lo- years i love miller Lite. and
2: i and i had a sip of your budweiser orange oh wasn't that good it was to die for and then i had when i was out with the tommy mommies we've got a couple beer drinking gals did you have bud light lime no summer shanty Lining oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, oh my it great. tastes like lemon yeah it's so good
3: yeah, I was all worried that they weren't going to make Bud Light Lime anymore because they're making Bud Orange. But uh, it's, I, I, I got a I got a, t- a twelve pack of bottles today, so it's still around. It is still around. I do like the Bud Light. I'm lazy. I don't always want to jam the lime in the no, beer. No, I
2: agree a hundred percent. So I was dry needled today.
3: What's oh what what dry needled? <laughs> is that a new and it's it's not massage it's, or it's sexual not, technique? It's not a sexual technique. <laughs> Shoot, I okay. knew it couldn't have been. I it heard would of be it would be
2: very thin. Yeah, <laughs> oh! and pointy. <laughs> Whoa. Um, okay. (laughs) And so, um, what is it? Well, it's like acupuncture, acupuncture, but they do it at your pressure points. And I haven't had it done since March for my ongoing groin injury from Uh. the old ski trip. Didn't Dr.
3: Beavers do anything for you? Yes, everyone's
2: done things. But now I vowed today to my Heather, who is my, um, PT, I am going to do the exercises yeah, religiously. Yeah, got to do the rehab. And I just have to do the rehab religiously. Because Did you injure, my,
3: re-injure with your fierce tennis playing ways? Not as much as
2: golf last night when I t- was hitting at the first tee, and I couldn't wear my cleats because I have the blister on the back of my foot, so I'm in my rubber sole, gross sandals that I have to wear with my white socks so I really yeah, look styling.
3: you, you can't <laughs> and get
2: then a I good went, twist oh no I twisted it overboard because that's I had I mean. no grip you had no grip yeah so anyway I um, I took an Epsom salt bath you know that's supposed Epsom? to get Epsom mm-hmm. that's supposed to get rid of minerals in your in yes, your yes. and help you
3: with yeah Casey toxic. takes those all the time at least Do- a cup Dr. Teal's is the Epsom one that it doesn't matter Epsom salt
2: is absence salt Yeah, but I salt. like the
3: lavender. I like oh, kind of the other I didn't scent. even care. I just or eucalyptus didn't... is kind of good. because I put silly. my lavender
2: essential oil in it. So I was... Okay. All yeah. Right. All right. But I'm just telling you that dry needling, because it just goes right on the pressure points. And? I feel better. I wouldn't load it up on ibuprofen and Advil. So it's just mm-hmm. my... It's muscles. When they get tweaked, it's hard to get them back in we
3: have been dealing with this with you since January.
2: We've been okay? dealing with
3: your neck since I've known you. <laughs> but I don't That's complain not about my neck. I complain you about your groin? <laughs> and you're so <laughs> you you share so much about your groin injury. I feel like you want to tell us more. Oh, what? Really? <laughs> but it's her way of talking <laughs> around it. Please have sympathy for my groin. It's so <laughs> That's a tough muscle to rehab. <laughs> Tell that to all the football players. It is a players. tough one. R- yeah. I can't imagine what those football... I don't know how they
2: make it back, you know, back yeah. like they do.
3: Well, it is... Uh, I, I do know someone who had... Significant,
2: um, epic- curious, spot. A
3: melanoma, like oh. on their thigh. Right. And... like They had to have a deep cut. A deep cut and very hard Ooh. place to heal because, you know... Everything connects like at the top of your thigh, all your muscles. How do I put this? It's a sweaty area. It can be sweaty. Oh, in okay. the inner fold. In, the, interval, just in everywhere. the inner part of yeah, the Yeah, and you're trying to heal something, and, you know, it's just a... Oh, it's, it's,
1: it's a moist area.
3: It's a moist area. <laughs> it's yes. one of the reasons why people hate that word, there moist. There you go. But with cake, it's the best word to
2: describe <laughs> it. Yes, cake. It's yes. a moist, yeah. dense chocolate yeah. cake. Yum.
3: Yum. Yum. Yeah, bring right. me another. Oh, bring me another. People are laughing right now, I think, just okay. having dirty thoughts right now. But
2: well, we amazing. started out... You know, it's yeah. been seven minutes. Yeah, that's right. All right, listen. <laughs> happy <we're>, Hump <hot> Day. <laughs> happy Hump Day.
1: So far, it's been booze and sex. That's right. <laughs> like listen, every other show we have. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And a happy anniversary. Yes, that's right. We
3: wished our wishes today, Brian. <laughs> All right, yes. listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of, and um, it's a doozy, people. There's a little Dua maybe you saw her on the Billboard Music Awards, she performed her song, New Rules. Okay, so today, on the Today Show, I was just delighted with this story, and it is, there's a new book by a lion researcher out, and it is about Cecil the lion, and the name of the book is called Lionhearted, The Life and Death of Cecil, and the Future of Africa's Iconic Cats. So the book will also cover how so much out there was wrong information about Cecil who was shot and killed by the dentist from here. From Minnesota, right? Yeah, and that also what is the status of these big, beautiful cats in all the countries that make up Africa where right. they are. And
1: uh, let's roll the audio first, Donnie. Dr. Andrew Loveridge is an Oxford University zoologist who studied Cecil the lion for eight years. He was a fantastic animal, by far one of my favorite lions ever. Loveridge has devoted himself to conservation and wildlife. There is intense outrage online and around the world tonight, directed at an American hunter who killed a beloved and well-known lion in Africa. That hunter was Minnesota dentist Walter Palmer. Palmer allegedly paid $50,000 for the chance to kill the massive 12-year-old lion on a hunting expedition to Zimbabwe in July 2015. The incident spurred Loveridge to investigate the death and then to write his book, Lion Hearted. Describe that day what happened when Cecil was killed. So we know that um, these guys uh, wanted to hunt a lion, even though there there was no um, what you call a hunting quota. They weren't supposed to be there hunting lions. Based on interviews with people involved in the hunt itself, Loveridge contends that to prepare for Palmer's expedition, his hunting guide Theo Bronkhorst used the carcass of an elephant as bait just outside the protected Huangi National Park where Cecil normally roamed. They constructed a hunting blind in a nearby tree overlooking the elephant carcass. Loveridge says Cecil didn't know to be scared. He lived in a photographic um, safari area, so he was very, very used to people, very used to vehicles. Would you say, in a sense, that he, he liked people? Well, he, he was a completely wild lion, so I don't think he liked people. I think he was just used to people. And he knew that there was no threat from, from, from these people, kind of, you know, with their cameras sort of flashing at him. But there was a threat from these people. Armed, not with cameras, with a powerful compound bow and arrows. The shot wasn't good enough to kill him straight away. And so he, he lived for the next um, 10 hours, 10 to 12 hours, um, with a you know, terrible um, mortal wound um, hmm. before the hunters actually went and killed him. That's I can sad. see when you talk about it how you feel about it. Yeah, I find that very upsetting. and I think a lot of people find the, the thought that someone could mistreat an animal in that way just just incomprehensible. Palmer was never charged with a crime for Cecil's death and charges against his guide, Theo Bronkhorst, were dropped for being too vaguely worded. There is now a mortal threat to all lions, not just Cecil. Yeah, absolutely. So, so lions are, are, are declining across Africa. They've, they've lost about 43% of the lion population in Africa in the last um, 20 years. A cause, Loveridge reminds us, we cannot let die.
2: Are they wow. it's, are they declining by forty three percent in twenty years because people are shooting them?
3: I suppose. I poaching. mean, that's huge. And poaching is the thing. Yeah. And one of the um, reasons this story just like uh, spoke to me is um, uh, before years in October, and my dad and I went on a safari in Tanzania, um, and we camped in the Serengeti and at Ngorongoro Crater, and stayed in Arusha, and. It, I've, I've traveled so much and in the travel business, but of all the trips I've taken, the most magical, the most emotional, and exciting trip that I've never been more terrified to take was what? going on safari. And the very first thing that we see in the Serengeti on the first day is a mama cub coming out of uh, kind of, it looked like uh, it was a little river mm-hmm. coming out of the brush right there, carrying a cub. And then just walking like two paw steps and then dropping the baby cub and picking her up, walking, you know. And we saw, you know, in the Serengeti, the same thing with those animals. They are used to seeing, they just, you're in their world, so they just kind of look over at you. They let you you be there. They let you be there. And it, it just was, it was, we saw the lions were my dad and i have talked about this I mean, we all of the sites that we saw you know the the elephants when we saw this whole herd of elephants and it was like a scene out of the jungle book with the big bull coming up the rear and then it looked like teenage elephants and then the little mm-hmm. the little two baby elephants carrying their mom's tail mm. and you know there were like 12 yeah. or 14 right. of them but mm. the lions were really something to see and we saw lions Every single day, we saw lions humping, having sex. It was incredibly are
2: both the same thing. Yeah, I know, but it was incredibly <laughs> okay, exciting because it lasts fifteen
3: seconds. Yes, and and we just learned the lions are were really amazing and the most the most perfect shade of blonde in the world. They're gorgeous. I'm just looking at the pictures. In the world, like that blonde on those lines, and it just, you know, I don't know, it just made me... Well, they lured him out of the protective area,
2: which seems so illegal.
1: Yeah. Yeah, And not to have any charges. May I say cowardly? Yeah,
3: yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. So, And, you know, of course, the dentist, I don't want to bring up, you know, he went through a lot of crap and whatever, but he still, you know, there wasn't a crime and, you know, blah, 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 but I mean... If, to think that, you know, that, That lions, because, uh, I don't know, it just, it made me uh, just like really, it just so vividly brought back seeing all these different scenes that we had the lion, you know, every single day. And because I let my dad take most of the photos, yeah I just drank it in with my eyes because yes, he said how he, would fun. The, he would get the photo, but it really, uh, it's... And, and I'm just going back because this book
2: was released at the end of March. Yes. And in the, the headline in page six was Dentist Who Killed Cecil the Lion mm-hmm. Scared. New book will make him a target again. Yeah. And he's worried that animal activists will come after him again. I mean, he really did. Well,
3: I, I don't know, you know, how much this book is uh, selling or whatever. But if people are interested, he really, they he'd been leading the research in this Wangi area for eight years because they were trying to get more you know how, like Jane Goodall with Chimpanzee mm-hmm. Society, More information on Lion Society, because it is very communal.
2: Right. And they also, Cecil was wearing a GPS tracker. Yeah. So yes. he yeah. was that, you right. know. Right.
3: And so, according to him and according to his book, that there are a lot of factual errors that that happened in the reporting of that story. And it isn't that this dentist from Minnesota, he's not doing anything different than all kinds of people are doing, which is contributing to the whole... Wild game. Yeah, yeah. So anyway... um, Big game. Yeah. Oh, don't say that word. I just think of Loretta Sweat yelling at us for using that word. Oh, my gosh. No, we're not supposed to do that because they're not... You don't hunt them, so you don't call them big game. That's a hunting term.
2: Right. What were we supposed to call them again?
1: Well, oh, I think she's was endangered. It was, endangered yeah, species, yeah. Okay. Just,
2: oh gosh. you know, my dad those. and I, all,
3: we called it the Big Five because that's when people go on safari. They you want to see an you elephant. Want a, you want to see an elephant, a giraffe, a lion, a, hippo, a rhino, yeah. a hippo. hippo. Okay. And then if you get to see an leopards hyena. and cheetahs yeah. and hyenas, you you probably will see right all those things. But. Um, I just, I don't know. God, I was such an animal planet goon after that trip. I I mean, every single animal that we saw, I had to know... Do they mate for life? When do they have sex? Do they have, you know, what kind of How babies? long does how it many? take? How <laughs> long do they mate for yeah. life? When do they have sex? Yeah, how long how does it, long it take? Yeah, all these things. Who do they eat?
2: What eats them? Right. Do they mate? How long does it take to have sex? Do they hum when they're having sex? Yeah. Do they I did get into that detail. But oh, I want to know five main questions about right. these
3: animals. The big five. All right, listen, we come back. Sally Franson from Minneapolis is joining us. Her fantastic new book, A Lady's Guide to Selling Out, is uh, what we're talking about next. Great new novel.
1: This is going viral in a big way.
0: This is the My Talk Now trending report.
1: What's this? What's the latest?
0: Trending online this afternoon. Chipotle, the company, is moving its headquarters from Denver, Colorado, to Southern California. Newport Beach, to be precise. Also trending, Kevin Federline. He reportedly wants $60,000 a month in child support, from his ex-Britney Spears. Also, the two trending, the daytime talk show has been canceled by ABC. It's set to be replaced by an additional hour of Good Morning America. Also trending would be iced coffee day. And oh, by the way, it's also World Turtle Day. I love iced coffee. Do you like turtles? Uh,
1: Turtles are fine. Yes.
0: Very good. That's the trending here at MyTalk.
1: All right. Your forecast brought to you by Furniture, Mark. Cloudy tonight, 68 for the low. We should see a fair amount of sunshine tomorrow, and it's uh, warming up. 90 should be your high tomorrow. Right now, it is uh, cloudy, and we're looking at 78.
0: Now you know what we know. See more at MyTalk1071.com.
3: Thanks for hanging out with us. And we really want to say thanks for hanging out with us, Sally France. And uh, we're talking to her about her book, A Lady's Guide to Selling Out, which is just fantastically just
0: wonderful. But Sally, thank you for talking to us on your vacation. I know. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for having me. I am overlooking the Adriatic Sea (sighs) and just sending a lot of love back to Minneapolis. What's the temperature? (laughs) Where are you? Tell us where you are. We are in Bernatza, my two friends and I, which is on the coast in a little area called Chiquitere. Oh, Cicletere. Yes. And I don't think I pronounced that right. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. yes.
3: Oh, how wonderful. Well, thank you for, jeez, interrupting your vacation. No but I mean, you got to sell some books, Sally. And I'm telling you, what what if you, a lady's guide to selling out was just absolutely, we
0: loved it. Oh, thank you. Well, I'm so honored to be on your show. I'm an avid listener and I've Big fan. Oh, thank and, you. Um, so, thank you for reading the book and caring about the book. And of course, it's a Minneapolis book, which connects with you and your listeners. It's well, so tell everyone. Yeah, give yeah. people the setup because we did
3: fall in love with your heroine, Casey Pendergast. She made us laugh and yes. gasp. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. She is a gasper and a laffer. I will tell you that much. She works at an advertising agency in downtown Minneapolis, which I made up. Called People's Republic. Great name. And she and her boss—I know, right? Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun inventing all the names. Oh, in the I book. bet. Oh my God, it's just the best time. So she and her boss Celeste hatch up this nefarious scheme to kind of co-opt these writers who are artists and very talented into writing corporate ads right. for commercials, brand campaigns, all that sort of thing. And and this is one more one of them she falls in love with, one of them she gets in a big fight with, one of them, and I don't want to spoil too much, sort of ruins her life in Las Vegas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it's... Go ahead. Casey's job to pick up the pieces of her life and try to figure out who she really wants to be.
3: Well, and you know, the other thing, you know, because the, just the whole premise of the story, you know, just in your describing it is enough to make you want to read it. But the other, you know, underpinnings of your, this book is, you know, uh, the friendship that she has with her BFF and yeah. how they love books and just about, mm-hmm. uh, female ambition because really I mean if you're going to be ambitious I mean you gotta you have to go balls to the wall there's no other way because people love to tell you why something won't work particularly women
0: yes absolutely I mean this book I think really came out of this sense of I have to fight so hard for my voice to be heard. You know, I think every female feels, Mm -hmm. especially in a workplace, right? Yes. Where you're at your job, you realize you're getting paid 77 cents on the dollar. You realize that you'll say an idea, 10 minutes later, a guy will say the same thing and he'll get the credit for Mm -hmm. it. And it's enough to make, I mean, it's enough to, it it enraged me. And so that rage became the impetus of like, what happens if a bunch of ambitious women were working together or working against each other right. in a book yeah. and like what happens if they weren't ashamed of that ambition Like, right? and they either helped each other or they fought with each other but they didn't back away from it mm-hmm. and that inspired me I think in the characters because I am not I don't think as brave as Casey and Susan are but I wish to be I wish to be that fearless in my work life and my love life and my life life you know <laughs> mm-hmm. their friendship is
2: something and, and you are very poignant in some of the interesting intricacies that you talk about in the book and and just about how they know how to, they've been friends for a long time now you know and and what's I their just think friend's about what, name what's Susan. Name? susan yeah susan, susan. susan and, and, how, and casey yeah and how they just kind of manage one of them successful one of them isn't one of them pays mm-hmm. for everything and the other one's like, she's like, don't worry about it. You'll pay me back when you make it and stuff like that. But they're just, mm-hmm. their relationship, how, how it makes you make decisions based on your friendship.
0: Yes, and I'm sure, so, you know, you guys have friends like this where the friendship is at this point bone deep, right? Where mm-hmm. you, you're so close with each other that nothing is, it would take a lot to break it. But right. as you change over the years and even decades, you are making compromises with this person, you are setting boundaries with this person or not, right? You're, you're, you're able to press each other's buttons because you made the button. You installed right. the button. that is so true. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, and you know, um, Sally, is this
3: your first book? It is! It's my very first book. It's my baby. It's your baby, and I mean, the book blurbs you got. Lucy Lucy Sykes, Sykes. we had her on for the knockoff. Jane Green has been on our show. She's so great. Amy Bloom, Charles Baxter, Julie Schumacher. I mean, you really got some amazing people, so we have to ask you, because what I am reminded reading A Lady's Guide to Selling Out is it reminded me when we read Lauren Weisberger, The Devil Wears Prada. Like, I can see the movie. (laughs) I can see it, Sally. Oh, my gosh. Your mouth to Oprah's
0: ears, okay? (laughs) Okay.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, can't you see it? It has everything in it that reminded me of... I mean, Julie, didn't you feel that way? When we wore Devil Wears Prada, where we looked into the magazine world. And the other thing that uh, Ladies' Guide to Selling Out has that also is impactful is the whole you got the whole social media yes. thing happening and what happens with yes.
0: that and how fast right how fast everything happens and also how you know the way we are in real life with the people we actually know it's not always the same person that we are when we are asking strangers to like us right. or yep. double tap us or retweet us or whatever you uh-huh. know there is a foot there and it's not good or bad. It's just we all do it, right. myself included. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and so I wanted to document that. Well, yeah. you
3: you really it's, you really did do that, and uh, I mean I don't know who the hell did your cover, but
2: it's I know been it's great. Back. <laughs> it's sassy, isn't it? It's so it yes, sassy. and I absolutely love that you wrote your book at Five Watt Coffee Shop in South Minneapolis because William Kent Krueger, who is another great Minnesota author, for years I, wrote it at the Sinclair <laughs> Broiler. Mm-hmm. I mean, you kind of like knowing that, and like if people stop by there, they might see
0: you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think, you know, I was in MSP magazine and they were like, where would you like to do the photo shoot? And I said, I sort of feel like I have to do it at five Watt. You know, this is where I owe so much of my working life to this space. Um, and there are other fun little Minneapolis tidbits within there, like Susan and Casey go out to eat to a solo restaurant, yep. which is the restaurant on Twenty Fifth and Nicollet. I was like very much picturing those vinyl boobs, you know, and the bubble tea they serve right. there. And um, there's a restaurant in there called this, Horse and Stable. Yes, the Horse and Stable. And yes, stable. yes, <laughs> right, yes, <laughs>
3: yes. Yeah, um, Sally, what what do you do? Okay, so you're a novelist, and you have you've written mm-hmm. for other. Do you are you in the PR or advertising or social media world as a
0: profession? Not okay. even. I okay. am a voyeur. Wow. And I dated some advertising boys, and mm-hmm. I was kind of get them a little bit drunk at night, and I was like, so tell me about your job, because <laughs> <laughs> I knew I wanted to write this book. <laughs> and I had friends also who worked at Mono, and so for a couple of days, I actually shadowed the employees of Mono. Um, at their office in Uptown, just because I I knew so little that yeah. I wanted to see what it was like to be in that world, and of course, then I read a lot of books about advertising and a lot about branding. Yeah, because um, so I was really curious about it, and that's you know that's a great thing that a novel can do is that you get to you get to know another world. Through the eyes of their characters, and so writing it, I got to know this other world that I didn't really know about, but I had a lot of fun playing pretend in. Yeah.
2: Oh, it's just so delicious. All right, so we have to ask you this, um, Sally. If you're yes. just joining us, the book is a lady's guide to selling out, um, and by Sally franson who's talking to us on the it- Italian uh, Riviera. Honey, what's the last
0: <laughs> great book that you read? Oh my goodness, that is such a great question. I think my answer would be I just read Educated by Tara Westover, and I don't read a lot of memoirs, but her story of being uh, teaching herself school and then getting a scholarship to Brigham Young and then ending up getting a uh, PhD at Cambridge University in England really inspired me because she had a tough life, came from a tough family. And especially these days, I think we need stories of courage. And her, her story was really courageous. And I loved that book. Oh,
3: you know, I just read about this. This got recommended in like, um, the week, that kind of yeah, a compendium everywhere.
0: it is hot hot hot. It's yeah. a hot oh, book
3: yes. and they just said it's it got was a, cover really a good. pencil on so, the cover. Well, we're recommending yeah. A Lady's Guide to Selling Out. Really and truly want this to be a movie, Sally. Uh, will be your oh dates at the um, red carpet. <laughs> I will have one of you on each arm. Please, I so honored. I just, I can, I can see. I just really can see this being it's- in made into a Hollywood movie. I
0: just feel it. It's that well, good. It is so kind of you to say. Well, we thank mean you. it. We mean we it, do. Sally.
3: And come keep, and visit us. Yeah, keep writing and just let us
0: know. Tweet at us if you're going to be doing any book signings. And I will. I will tweet at you. I will come in and bring you coffee and we can just right. those in you, the studio. You're welcome. And please <laughs> in. just keep making out thank with some you. beautiful Italian men on this vacation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can hardly prevent myself. You should see them. They're everywhere. My jaw is on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have a blast. Have so much fun, Oh, Sally. my gosh. Thank
3: you, honey. Okay, we've got a couple. You okay, see you back in the cities. A couple copies of the book, A Lady's Guide to Selling Out, Sally Franson, uh, just totally exhilarating, addictive, and really a fun book. When we come back, uh, we've got a couple people giving us good couch.
2: You give us some good couch.
3: Time for Lori and Julia's Last night was wonderful. Good couch all right people yeah uh, we, we even played our good couch no. we no. had so no. much good couch no. last night we, did. Uh, we had jimmy kimmel had uh, jenna dewan on and seth myers had amelia clark of course she's in the han solo and of course she plays uh um, Darius. Khaleesi. 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 Oh. Well, Darius to Tagu- Gary. Right. It depends on which version. Right. But she's in Game of Thrones. So let's. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
1: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with her name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
1: is Chris Jenner.
0: L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. What
3: should we start with? sir? Let's start
0: conference.
1: with
2: Amelia, Cl- Amelia, Amelia Clark. Clark. So she was just kind of... Uh, Seth was asking her if she was at the royal wedding. Yes, because she is
1: British. Oh, okay, hang on, I'll
0: back that up. Sorry, let's start with this, and I get yes. to the movie. But uh, you were not at the royal wedding.
2: I was not at the royal wedding. Uninvited. 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 But yes. you did.
0: I apologize for I that, that. Heartbreaking. Painful. But you, uh, you met Prince William. Is it last year at Kensington Palace or? Uh,
2: yeah, maybe this year. Okay. I think. Yeah. How did it go? It was good. <laughs> <laughs> It was good. Um, so, it's kind of a frightening thing going to the palace. Mm-hmm. It's a whole, there's a, there's a whole, there's a thing. Yeah. And um, And when you're there, I was kind of just relaxing. And then they were like, oh, he's going to come in. Prince William's going to come in. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, cool, great. I'm really relaxed and everything's going to be fine. They are like, you can't turn your back. So, okay, I'm not going to turn my back. Okay, and you need to address them as your royal highness. Like, okay, I'm going to address him as your royal highness and then after that you can say prince william and there's lots of formalities that you kind of need to adhere to and for whatever reason probably because i was so scared i couldn't i couldn't manage to get out your royal highness so it's kind of <laughs> yeah yeah it
3: was pretty much all i managed i really like that they- yeah so and she
0: just he, she's
3: she's so cute she, she said um that uh, kit harrington is like He's a huge Star Wars fan. He's yeah. like, Can you put in a good word for me? I'd love to get into that Star Wars franchise. Right. I'll do anything. I'll play any part. Because she's in solo. In solo. And then she also told um I think she told the GMA people this morning that they were like, Well, where you filmed the last game, you know, Game of Thrones, you guys have finished or almost finished. You know, can you give us any um hints about anything? And of course they never give you any hints about anything. And she just said Every single thing that we did, I would just be like in floods of tears about. Right, it's, oh, wow. it's going to be yeah. the last time, and they're like, yeah. "It's just your hand. We're just doing a close up of your hand." But it's the last <laughs> it's close-up right. close up of yeah. my hand. Right. Well, she said
2: that mm. the final scene blanked her up, and yeah. that um, her character's final scene was incredibly difficult
3: <sighs> to film. Mm. Oh
2: my gosh.
3: Yeah. Well, we're not going to see it till next summer, so I know. there's no really. Point, or maybe next spring. I'm not really sure.
2: But a cute movie she's in if you want to rental is me before you. Yeah, you liked it? Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Well, we liked the book. I loved it. I loved yeah. it. And yeah. she's just so darling. She's delightful.
3: She is. And uh, hopefully we'll have good couch tomorrow with Seth Myers because David Letterman is going to be oh, on oh, Seth Meyers. Oh, right. that's tonight. right. Tonight's the night. Okay. So be sure. And yes. it'll be the first time he's been on Late Night um, since, uh, well, his last, he was in spring of 2015. Um, when Seth Myers was a guest on Letterman's show. Oh, my. One I think that's going to be fun. Yeah, so that'll be fun. And uh-huh. then over in uh, Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Jenna Dewan was on. And of course, she is the mentor on World of Dance, which I'm not watching this year because that little Minnesota. I'm not either. There's no connection. There's mm-hmm. no Minnesota person mm-hmm. that I, we watched it last year for Ava Igo. Yeah. Who was so darling. But
2: Jenna looked beautiful last night. She had on this pink strapless. Dress with points in her hair. She looks stunning. Yeah, I love her. Jenna Duan Tatum, if you're running who she is. Yeah, We're getting rid of the Tatum. The Tatum.
3: But. but everyone is doing these um bobs. bobs. There's because Amelia Clark had yes, a bob. Yes, she did. Jenna, Jennifer Lopez has a bob. Bob, but she's a long bob, more right. of a lob. These girls right. have right to the ears. So cute. They're, they have chin bob. Yeah, they do. They've got chobs. Uh huh. Maybe that's just a regular <laughs> a bob. chin bob. A chin bob? Is that a Another regular bob? I like you holiday. calling it a chop. <laughs> what are you doing? I've got a chop going on here. <laughs> well, let's listen to Jenna. And he was very nice. And I noticed, though, they had so little to talk about, they had to go all the way back to how she first got discovered, Janet Jackson. That's how little there was to talk about. Because Chatham is off-limit, yep. personal life. There's only so much you can say about yep. World of Dance. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So here we go.
1: Was she a good boss to you, Janet? She's a really
0: great boss. She's a very generous boss. So she would give us like amazing gifts.
1: What would she give you? What does Janet Jackson gift her dancers?
0: Yeah. Well, a few things. So I have like a blinged out diamond watch, which, by the way, should everything go away? I'm like, I could sell this watch. Right. (laughs) It's like, it's an amazing watch. But then on Valentine's Day, and, and mind you, I'm 19 on tour, Janet. So I'm like baby 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 naive she gives you like a box of um like vibrators <laughs> really <laughs> I'm like how do I put this that's
2: so like yeah like a like a like a pleasure chest. Everyone got that we or all got did it?
0: she just
3: decide you needed it?
2: No
0: <laughs> No, all the dancers, all the dancers. But still, I was like, what is this? I, mean, I was like, mind blown.
2: That's very thoughtful. Yeah. But it's also got to be kind of uncomfortable as everybody hits the hay for the night.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. It was a little bit like, bye guys. See you later. We'll see you I'm tomorrow. I'm going to run by
2: 7-Eleven <laughs> and grab some batteries. Anybody
0: need anything? Yeah, let's see what you look like tomorrow. We all come in. We're
2: glowing. Can you imagine getting a box of eyebrows? So here's the deal. And she, of course, she
3: was with her on the Rhythm Nation
2: it, tour. All For You tour in the
3: early yeah. 2000s. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, she is, she's got some stuff out there. So she, her big break was step up with Channing Tatum and that's where no, they felt. No, she
3: says her big break is Janet Jackson. Oh, Janet Jackson, are you That right? was her break because that's what even got her into that step up. Right, okay, you're right. Because having that on being, do you know how many people, that's like getting, you know, yep. how many dancers can break she was, out from that?
2: She was in that lovely show with, um, the beautiful green eyed guy, the Playboy Club.
1: She was in that? Eddie Cibrian. Yep, Eddie Cibrian. Mm-hmm. Wow. She
2: was in American Horror Story. She was in Witches of East End. She was in Supergirl. Yeah. <laughs> Mama Plant. Berlin. I Love You is a big one that's coming out with Keira, Keira Knightley and mixtape. She's in too. Oh, Okay, so when yeah. she's got
3: some stuff. But she's. I've seen her on Andy Cohen, and she always says, "I owe everything to getting the Janet Jackson, Jackson. Per, per, you know, selected her yes. dancers because everything came from that. I would have never had the." Step up opportunity. She's cute. She she really was cute. She was so cute. Uh, by the way, Good Morning America catching up to uh, the Today Show and expanding a third hour. They're yep. taking a page out of the Today Show, and why? It's cost less. Well, no. Well, that's they're, they're axing the chew. Well, that's yes. why. But they're axing the
2: chew because um their expansion of GMA. It's cheaper to produce a Good Morning America hour than it is to produce a Chew hour, and it draws more money from advertising right. than Chew could ever get. So what will happen is, everything will stay the same in the morning, but from noon to one now, it will be a GMA hour. We don't have any clue what it's going to be.
3: No, we don't. Or who will host it. But what about uh, what does that do to Kelly and, and Ryan? They're the same. Okay. It's going to
2: be the same. So in this market, Ryan and Kelly will still be on from nine to 10. Okay, And then, then 10 to 11, they have the view. And 11 to 12, they have local news, Channel 5 News, and then from 12 to 1 is when the chew is on, and that's when this will be. It says It says 1 o'clock in here, Lori, but that's Eastern time.
3: Yeah, I don't believe that's going to, that'll be the thing that they'll stick with.
2: Well, they're doing it right now, and the Chew has lost yeah. a lot of people since Mario Batali and all the sexual allegations right. against him, like a lot.
3: Yeah, I think they're going to want to bump that whole schedule back, and that makes me wonder. What, I, they're not doing not. it. No? They're not maybe. doing it because The View Today is Show, a set time. The Today Show has that well, four-hour block.
2: Yeah. They do, but they've got other set programs. There's no way Kelly will give up her time slot. Well,
3: ABC will tell her I don't to think
2: do. so, and The View is... In their timeline, so yeah. I I I think because when they tried they to do this did before this. They did with this Lara thing Spencer with and uh, the dark-haired man who went on to NBC Sports,
1: uh, Josh. Uh, yeah, Josh. Yes. Elliot. Yeah, Josh Elliott. Yeah.
2: And so, and it didn't work. But they're taking it now. The Chew. I kind of like the Chew. I love Carla Hall. I'll yeah. miss her. Yeah, I did too. So I you don't her. think
1: they would put the fourth hour eventually? With the rest of GMA and slide no, the other shows. No, it's third a third hour. A third hour. Okay.
3: NBC has four, four. hours. The Today Show has I... been four hours.
2: No, it doesn't make sense. No, but I think they're, they're making just... ratings with Kelly and Brian, okay. and okay. they're making ratings with The View. Yeah. They're yeah. not going to.
3: Yeah. All right. But it'll just be—they're just throwing. It's just like package stuff, and it's easy. It's cheaper to produce. You yeah. don't have to pay yeah. the
2: personalities. Right. Um, I don't know who will be on it. I'm I'm kind of bummed because. I kind of like the chill Yeah. It was something different. I liked the cooking thing.
3: Yeah. All right. Well, fine. Well, how you, fine. How do you feel about Richard Gere playing a media baron in a BBC drama called Mother, Mother Father, Son? Actually, I'm kind of excited about it. It sounds
2: really good. Yeah. It's kind of like a um a dynasty and it, it's um the story about his son trying to take over. It's only an 8-hour program on BBC. Oh, right. And his son is trying to take over and his son has bad makes bad choices. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, maybe we'll I, see it here eventually.
3: Yeah, eventually. Don't You'll we, tell we, us about it, don't Donnie? we get the
1: BBC? No, this is not BBC America. It's, this yeah, is just BBC, the regular America, BBC. So sometimes oh. it takes yeah. like
3: a year or something.
2: Got it. Good for you, William, for dipping your toe back into the antenna land. We'll be back. We will be back.